What the hell are you thinking is the show that talks about everything you thought you knew? I mean, well, not everything. We, we don't do math. But the kind of things that make the world the way it is today. Confusing, annoying, contradictory, and often extremely stupid. Join host Dave Bledsoe as he explores the past 50 years or so and explains how dumb things were then and why they're even dumber now because those things happen. You can listen every Monday morning at whatthehellpodcast.com or on your favorite podcast app. Come on, honey, let's, let's sit down. You're old enough now to know the truth. Was there someone else? No, no, it was nothing like that. Then what was it? It was you. Me? Having you, raising you, seeing you every day. I mean, do you have any idea what that's like? What? Gosh, you don't even see what's right in front of your face, do you? Well, big surprise there, all you ever think about is yourself. Do you get in trouble? You embarrass us with all the crazy stunts you pull, and do I have to go on? No, please don't. You're sullen and rude, and you're not nearly as bright as I thought you were going to be. I mean, Buffy, let's be honest. Could you stand to live in the same house with a daughter like that? to another episode of Boys Watching Buffy. We're just two boys watching every episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, reviewing it, giving our reactions to it, and hopefully having a laugh. We're your hosts. I'm Joe Welke. I am Vance. And today we're talking about episode 10 of season one, titled Nightmares. It was directed by Bruce Seth Green. The story was by Joss Whedon. The teleplay was by David Greenwalt. The original air date was May 12th, 1997, to an audience of 3.47 million people. About three and a half million people. This is the first time uh, we got a story by and teleplay by different credit type of thing. Yeah. But uh, this is a, a wild one. There's a lot going on. I think uh, Vance and I talked before we started recording that, well, I don't know if this is the most notes I've taken on an episode, but it's definitely quite... Up oh, no, there was one, one the, the two episodes ago where I had more, but there's a lot of notes here. There's a lot to keep straight. Yeah, yeah for me, it's just like just keeping the story straight. At first, I was like, ah, oh, I don't need to write this down. But I was like, okay, they're going scene to scene real quick. <laughs> and I need to just, yeah. just to keep track of what's happening. You had to pause a couple of times and rewind a couple of times. Overall, a, though, how did you feel about the episode? You know, it wasn't my favorite. It was pretty interesting. They had some good concepts in it. Uh, but, I mean, some of the, like, special effects were really bad in this. <laughs> like, really bad. Um, uh, yeah, it, it could have been darker than what they had it be, which I thought yeah. they were going to do. Um, yeah. I mean, there was some stuff that, like, they kind of left... Like they they didn't pay it off, mm -hmm. and uh, I thought that they were going to, and then they went into a completely different direction. I was like, oh well, this is like Chekhov's gun thing, where like they didn't pay it off at all. 
Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I want to get into it. Let's see. Yeah. yeah. All right. So we start off the episode with Buffy in the creepy lair of the master vampire and she's looking to kill him and she's got a stake in her hand and she's holding it very haphazardly. Like she doesn't look strong with it at all. I got to say, I, I wrote down this because I, I knew this had to be a dream because she yeah. hadn't been to that home out yet. Uh, but it's like she had a, a the stake is so short. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if you're yeah. going to have a stake to kill vampires, it should be like baseball bat length. Yeah, you shouldn't like have to be. Staff. You shouldn't have to be in like neck biting range for <laughs> a, for the orc, you know. Yeah, and so the master sneaks up from behind her and grabs her by the neck, and he's like, "I'm going to kill you or turn you into a vampire." And she wakes up because it's a dream, mm-hmm. and she's like, "But Buffy's mom is like, hey, it's time to go to school," and she's like, "Oh, thank God." Go to school and her mom's like, wow, this is the first time you've ever wanted to go to school. And don't forget, I talked to your father today and he's going to come and get you this weekend or something. And this is the first mention of Buffy's dad and first sighting and, and all this stuff. Yeah. Uh, no, is that maybe is that your Chekhov's gun, the, the dad stuff? No. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The dad came out of left field. I forgot he was even a part of the. Because I remember yeah. one pod you asked, oh, what happened to our dad? Do we even know? And I was like, yeah. yeah, I don't think we know anything about our dad. And he is just plain old, plain old. He's just the most normal guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when he got out, I was like, there's no, there's nothing to him. <laughs> yeah, we see him later in the episode and he's just like wearing brown and olive. He's like yeah. the most plain, nothing special about him guy ever. Yeah. His name is Hank. Hank Summers. Yeah. So, yeah, and he lives in L.A. And Buffy never really gets to see him. So when they see him, you know, it's super, she's super happy about it. She's talking to Willow about it. and Nothing really, uh, really too crazy there. And then we cut to a classroom scene where Cordelia is fixing her makeup. And some fucking guy named Wendell... Mm-hmm. who have we seen him before he looked familiar no i i just once we saw him i was like oh this is a new character for the episode yeah i mean he looked vaguely familiar but we never got his name ever before like maybe he was just like an extra in the class and they were like you know maybe. what you're doing good yeah we'll put you in your name is wendell another name that no one would name their kid <laughs> there, uh there's some i guess there's windows in the 90s i don't know the most normal name in this show is Xander. And that's still no, kind Cordelia's, of a crazy. Cordelia is normal. Cordelia is not normal at all. No, I do, I know, do know a Xander. I don't know a Cordelia. Yeah. I don't know a Willow. I don't know a Buffy. I don't know a Rupert Giles. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so anyway. Did they what? call him Nigel at some point? I don't know. Yeah. Maybe. Okay. I'm pretty sure his name is Rupert, though. Yeah. But, uh, so yeah, she yells at Wendell and for standing in her light, and then Xander has to make some kind of crack about how, like, oh, yeah, don't you know the world revolves around you? Um, then uh, they, they're talking to Wendell randomly, and like, oh, yeah, isn't Cordelia just the worst? And then Xander's like, oh, I forgot the homework. And they're like, it's about active listening. Like, all of this makes no sense. 
and it's not well, really here's where we get entertaining there's a teacher that like they were like oh you remember you talked to her and, he, and Buffy's like the one with the tight uh, shirt or yeah. something and then he's like oh yeah the midnight blue angora and I was like yeah. alright creepster and it's like, also, you have a, now another crush on another teacher after what you've been through. Right. And this teacher looks almost at the same level as the last teacher. So it seems like all the female teachers are. And the computer lab teacher is pretty hot. So, like, every teacher yeah. is attract. Like, I don't understand why Praying Mantis I- teacher was like, oh, my God, she's so hot. When every teacher in the school looks almost the same. Well, the computer science teacher is super hot. The 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 uh, alien spore vine woman was hot. Uh, this lady, I thought she looked like Sherry O'Terry. I didn't a think she bit. was like. I didn't think she was anything special, but you know, he's a high school boy. Yeah, I mean, he's a high school middle aged man. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he didn't. I mean, she didn't look like to the point where the new teacher was like, "Oh my god," you know, like mm-hmm. there's. But, and I'm like, why are you still attracted to teachers after what you've been through? <laughs> you know, Xander, you can't keep it in his pants, my man. Yeah, a horny, horny late 20s. So, yeah, then they open up their books and something happens where Wendell opens his books and uh, a bunch of spiders crawl out of it. And Buffy turns. Well, first, Buffy drops her pencil, looks <laughs> out. That, dro- the that pencil drop was so staged. Yeah. I was like, what is she going to see? she dropped that pencil she so she dropped the pencil looks out the back door of the classroom and there's a little creepy kid standing there Mm -hmm. and then she sits back up and wendell has opened his book and there's a bunch of spiders crawling all over him and it's like oh god oh spiders and everybody sees it Mm -hmm. and everybody's freaked out and then we get the opening credits so, to unpack this, this is the first thing that people have actually freaked out about, like, outside of the, like, there's been weirder stuff. People didn't freak out with the cheerleader with her hands on fire as much, or the cheerleader with her, like, mouth sealed shut. Oh, yeah, yeah, Like, yeah. no one was screaming that loud. Like, these spiders freaked out everyone. Like, absolutely, the teacher was losing it. Like, she was backing up and almost falling over her desk. The the weirdest thing about this is that later we find out that Wendell likes spiders. Yeah. Which but, makes his screaming even weirder. Yeah. So I, on, I guess it, we, I guess it Yeah, I guess it's fine, but also yeah. yeah. So we come back from the intro sequence when the master vampires lecturing his uh little chosen one kid about fear and how it's awesome and for some reason he has a cross like in his lair that he just touches at times yeah and at first it's like close up so i wasn't sure what it was i was like is there sunlight down there i thought he was putting Mm -hmm. his hand in like sunlight or something and then it it zooms out to a wide shot and it's like the uh cross yeah you're like oh okay why is that where you sleep well, he has it there because he wants to use it to conquer his fear of it. Because fear is mental, just like pain. And that's why he grabs it and starts sizzling. Yeah. And he's like, I can handle this. Yeah. Oh, I can handle this. And then he's like, okay, cool. I'm, I've overcome my fear of Jesus. 
And uh, yeah, and then you got the weird Antichrist Colin with the voice modulator. <laughs> yeah. And that's basically that scene. Uh, so I thought that the creepy kid and the anointed one were the same kid for a second. And then uh, it was very quickly established that it wasn't. Yeah. And that's a good idea to have that scene right after it. So you can be like, these are two different kids. The anointed yeah. one hasn't come up yet. He's yeah. still just sitting down there doing nothing. Yeah, just learning how to just, conquer his fears. Just, <laughs> just taking, taking lessons from this guy who turned him. Yeah. yeah. So Buffy's mom drops her off at school. Buffy's like, I haven't been sleeping well. And the mom's like, I know, I could hear you screaming all night. Uh, anyway, your dad's coming to pick you up after school. Uh, he likes you more than I do. See ya. <laughs> no, she didn't say he likes you more than I do. He says he likes you not more than I do. Oh, I thought she said he adores you even more than I do. No, not. Oh, okay. No. And she's like, I adore you too. Like, she doesn't want to say, oh, he's better. Like, he likes you more than me. She's yeah. not saying that. Okay, that would no, be I... an awful thing for her to say. I thought I thought that's what she said. I was like, damn. <laughs> no, that would just undercut the whole thing that happens later. Yeah, I definitely misheard that then. Uh, so Buffy goes in the school and they're talking to Xander and Willow. And they're like, we should definitely talk to Giles about the spider stuff that went on yesterday. And Buffy's like, Ugh, why? And then Xander at finally is like, yes. oh, we live on a hell mouth. Uh, this is something that we do. You crazy stuff happens. We figure out what it's about. You slay it. We party. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was like, Xander's making sense. Like the spiders. Not a big deal yet. <laughs> yeah. So they go to Giles. They go to the library. And Giles is lost in the library. He's acting really weird. He's like, I was in the stacks. And I was lost. And they're like, oh, okay, whatever. Uh, did you figure out anything about the spiders? And he's like, not really. And they're like, okay. <laughs> and I was like, oh, who was he sleeping with back there? That's what I was thinking. Because, <laughs> one, how big is this library that he's a loss in the stacks? Like, just in general, like, how deep does this go? Also, I mean, I feel like you got to understand, and big spoiler for yeah. this. Yeah, just go for it. The, the episode is people's nightmares are coming true. Yeah. How lame is Giles... That his nightmare is that he got lost in the library. Like, like that was one of his nightmares that he had. Yeah, that the second one makes more sense. Yeah, uh, but yeah, this yeah. one was like, wait, you thought you got lost in that library, not like right? an ancient one, like like tra and being trapped in the library seems like it'd be his his dream, right? His like his fantasy. So yeah, he comes out and he's all stumbling over his words and. Mm -hmm. I, I, I just don't know. I, I don't know. <laughs> I like, and, I, and he's like uh, sweaty and his tie is askew. And I'm just like, yeah. all right, what's going on back there? That's what I thought. I was yeah. like, oh, is he hooking up with the fucking yeah. uh, computer science lady? And I was like, why is he being so weird? Like, like why did he come running out like that? Yeah. yeah. So then he kind of gives them the suggestion, of, why don't you talk to Wendell about it? And they're like, you know what? Good and point. They're like, oh, wow, we should talk to a student that it happened to directly. Yeah. Did anyone else, like any teacher, any any guidance counselor decide to talk to him? Nope. Nope. Wendell's just been ostracized from the school. How did they get rid of the spiders? Who knows? 
no idea. So they go and talk to Wendell and they're like, hey, man, that thing with the spiders was pretty crazy yesterday. And he's like, yeah, wasn't it? I had nightmares about it. And they're like, oh, so you hate spiders? And he's like, no, I don't hate spiders. I actually love spiders. And then in the middle of this conversation, Cordelia is walking by and he goes, hey, Buffy, we have that history test. Mm -hmm. Don't you know? You got to come and take this history test. And Buffy's like, oh, I didn't even know. I didn't even know I was supposed to be in history. Crap, I got to go. So she leaves. Wendell continues talking to Willow and Xander about his spiders and how he used to have the biggest collection of spiders in Sunnydale. And he loved spiders and he went away for a week or something and he had to have his brother take care of the spiders. And he let the heat lamp on for too long and it killed all the spiders. And now he uh, has nightmares about all of those spiders seeking their revenge on him. And that was kind of like what was going on with his nightmare. Yeah, he talked about having like brown recluses and black widows but all we saw were t- giant tarantulas in his nightmare yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i was like okay it was so weird when he was like no i love spiders but they hate me <laughs> yes. i was like all right um did you think at that point that his brother was the kid no really i thought the bro- the kid was his brother that uh, mm. Buffy had saw. Mm. At that point, I had no other reason to think that this is some comatose kid. <laughs> <laughs> some Little League baseball yeah, player like, in a Oh, coma. is this the ghost of your brother who you killed for killing your spiders? Like, I thought he was going to be the story. Nope. That, Wendell is just... That's, that's I mean, a this is the last that's week. A yeah, I was just going yeah, it's the last we see Wendell. <laughs> yeah, that's a wrap. Like, he didn't we get, get this. Really creepy. I love spiders, but they hate me. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> Cut. Good job. So, yeah. Buffy goes to her history class. Uh, Cordelia is being very suspiciously nice to her. Oh, which <laughs> There's a joke that I really liked. When when uh, when uh, Xander's talking to Wendell, he's like, arachnids. And he's like, they were oh, from yeah. the Middle East. Yeah. It's like such a dumb, but like clever joke for like the 90s yeah i also wrote down i forgot to write that uh wendell was super pissed that xander didn't know more about spiders (laughs) (laughs) he was like they're just a bunch of insects crawling off he's like they're arachnids insects have six legs arachnids have eight god you're such an idiot (laughs) arachnids they were from middle east like it's so dumb it's so dumb. Yeah. So then uh, Buffy goes to her history class, and this is her one of her nightmares too, where she's like, "Oh, I'm at a, I'm gonna have a test, and I don't know anything about it." And she, Cordelia's being super nice, which is the clue that this isn't real. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I knew it wasn't real as soon as she dragged into the history class. Like, yeah, yeah, and Buffy's blowing it. She like doesn't know any of the answers except for her own name she crushes her pencil by accident mm-hmm. she has to she looks at the clock and it's like 11 30 and then she sharpens her pencil looks back up at the clock and it's 12 15 mm-hmm. she's like what and then the class ends and she hasn't answered anything she's like oh crap and then she sees the creepy kid at the door again yeah. she's like oh this is something this is something going on 
This uh, this makes me think of something that I thought of last week and I wanted to bring up. Uh, Willow has the ability to access the school's records, right? Yeah. Why doesn't she just change Buffy's grades? Oh. Maybe she hasn't gotten to that level of hackerdom yet. I feel like she's there. <laughs> well, didn't this she, like, break into a security <laughs> system? Yeah, like, she's, she can change grades. Like, I'm just like, you know, like, Buffy's got a lot on her plate. Like, yeah. maybe maybe she doesn't have time to do her homework because she's out slaying at night. You know what? Give her some Bs, some B pluses. Or, or maybe, like, give a little update to her permanent record, make it a bit more clean. <laughs> I mean, Buffy can die any day. She does not need to spend time studying certain things. Yeah. I love your, like, throughout this whole podcast, you're so adamant about, like, Buffy doesn't need to be in school. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, we have athletes that, like, leave right after senior year who didn't do anything. And yeah. And it's like, they're just playing a sport for, like, 10 years. <laughs> like, she's, she, and they might live to be, like, 70, 80, 90, you know? Like, she, her life expectancy is maybe 45 at max. <laughs> Like, <laughs> slayers don't, like, get old, probably. Yeah. So, uh, then we just get kind of, like, a completely random girl who's like, I'm going to go take a little smoke break. <laughs> we get random, uh, yeah, I'm going to go down to the basement. Yeah. So, she goes down into the basement to smoke a cigarette. And then, I mean, this was actually kind of funny. The, the little kid... The creepy kid warns her not to go down there, but mm-hmm. she doesn't hear him. He's like, I wouldn't go down there. Goes down there, lights up. And then this huge, like, Uncle Fester with a burnt face and a club hand. Yeah. Shows up and he's like, lucky 19. And she's like, what? <laughs> and then he's like, he, like, slowly runs up to her and then, like, bops her on the head. Yeah, she did nothing to get out of the way. <laughs> yeah. And it's like the softest fight choreography ever. Terrible. It's so bad. Uh, He hits her in the head with his club hand and like kind of beats her while she's on the ground. Yeah. And uh, yeah. It's got a lot of uh, Nightmare on Elm Street uh, vibes. Definitely what they were going for with the basement, with the the furnace and the lighting all red. It's definitely Nightmare Mm -hmm. on Elm Street. Um, Yeah. As I think about this scene, knowing how this ends, why is that guy down there? Yes, exactly. And why is he a part of her nightmare? Yeah. That doesn't make it any sense. It makes no sense at all. Like, it doesn't. Like, if he's, cha- if he's, if it's Lucky 19 and he's chasing that kid, why is mm-hmm. he spending time down in the basement with this girl? Yes, it doesn't make any sense. And I love that we have our third anti-smoking poster reference. Because after she gets knocked out, because she goes on there to smoke a cigarette, she gets knocked out. It pans to the wall, and there's a no smoking sign. <laughs> Again, this is the third time that they've like focused on no smoking. It's propaganda, Vance. It's it's insane. We were ten episodes in. There's three no smoking posters. Yeah, it's it's wild. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the next time the next scene is buffy and giles going to visit this girl her name is laura they go to visit her in the hospital and on the way there giles is like do you even know this girl and buffy's like i mean i know her enough to say hi to her like i don't really know her at all 
And so they go into her room and she's like, hey, how are you? Like she's greeting them like they know each other. Dude, I had this. I wrote this down. Are they school security? Yeah, right. Like, like, are they like the mystery team? And they're just like, oh, OK, thanks. You guys are going to solve this problem for me. Like, did the cops ask you who hit you? Like, did, are your parents around? Like, what nope. is happening? Like, why it's, is Giles and Buffy show up? And you're like, you could talk to us. Yeah, and Giles just brought flowers. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's, she if if the librarian of my high school showed up right and then like some random kid that I like barely knew, I'd be like, What are you doing here? I'm like, are you two together? <laughs> what is happening? But of course, Laura does not question this at all. No. Well, I would I will say Laura looks like a real high schooler mm-hmm. and especially yeah. when compared to buffy yeah it's like this is weird looking so buffy's like hey who hit you do you know and she's like some really ugly dude and she's like well if you think of anything that anything jogs your memory let us know even if it is really weird and then she goes well he did say lucky 19 before he hit me and they're like, that is pretty weird. Yeah. And then they leave. <laughs> and Jazz is like, I'm going to have to look through every book for Lucky 19. Yeah. Well, it's also like in this scene, as they're talking to her, a nurse comes in randomly and she's just starts talking over Buffy and Giles. <laughs> I thought I thought the nurse was going to turn out to be some like villain or something. Because the way it was like her VO was laid in, but you never saw her face. You're like, yes. time to go now. You have to get your rest. It was like Nurse Ratchet or something. It was That's what I thought. I was like, what's happening here? This is the time where I rewound to see like what did I miss something? Like what's going on? It's unnecessary it, VO nurse dialogue. It made no yeah, no sense. Yeah, good good catch cuz I was I remember that and being like, "Oh, okay, something weird is happening with this nurse and they're going to they're going to leave and then it's going to turn. It's going to be that guy. You're going to look at IT and he's going to hit her again or something. <laughs> which, nope, just, which, just a rude nurse. <laughs> I got to say, for her diagnosis, she looks great. Right? <laughs> They're like broken yeah. bones, bruises. We saw her just get mollywopped down there. Like, yeah. The person wasn't, like, he wasn't pulling punches when he was beating her up. And we see her, she's barely bruised. She's got like a mark on her cheek. Yeah, she's got like a little cut lip and like a bruise on the side of her head. But they, Buffy and Giles go out in the hallway and they're talking to her doctor. And he's like, she's got a bunch of shattered bones. She's got internal bleeding, a concussion probably. (laughs) One of her eyes doesn't work. Like, what are you talking about, guy? (laughs) And I love the beginning of the scene. The doctor's like, uh, they ask about her and they're like, are you family? And they they go, no, friends. And he's like, okay, I'll give you all the info. Yeah, right? <laughs> like I'll just... give you all of her info, <laughs> as well as there's another kid that got beat up in a similar way who's in a coma. Yeah, and I'll tell you all about him, too. I'm like, yeah. hey, patient confidentiality here, buddy. Yeah, man, and they, like, stare at the little kid, yeah. and his, he's facing away, but you know no, it's the creepy it kid. kid. It was so you obvious. You just know it's the creepy kid that's yeah. been seen. Uh, so then we go back to the school and there's like some kind of weird greaser kid in a, like a greaser <laughs> yo that that i was like what is this <laughs> he has like 
weird thin sunglasses and he's hanging out with these like greaser guys and he's like and i told that bitch i'll beat him up i don't care if it's in front of his whole family i'll kick his ass and xander and willow are just like watching this and then that guy's mom shows up and she's like oh pookie you look so cute she starts kissing all over him and he's like mom stop you're embarrassing me and to me i was like is his fantasy uh <laughs> is his fantasy that he's a greaser and that his mom will embarrass him like, who is this kid? I immediately thought, oh, that must be the boyfriend of the girl who got beat up. And he's mm. looking for the person. I was thinking, way too rational. Yeah, no, it's just a guy. <laughs> just, like, does he dress like that? Is that a real thing? Vance, that's what cool people look like at Sunnydale. <laughs> they dress up like weird futuristic greasers. Yeah. And then they're like uber italian moms show up and start smooching all over there's no parents watching over the comatose kid or the kid in the hospital (laughs) but this mom comes through (laughs) well it's obviously like that's this guy's nightmare is like embarrassing being embarrassed in front of his greaser buddies if that's Um, his nightmare that his mom shows up he's got it good that's not bad yeah uh so buff uh xander and willow see this and they're like haha that's embarrassing then they walk into class and then Xander's all of a sudden naked, except for he's wearing underwear. Mm-hmm. And every and Willow's like, where are your clothes? And everybody starts laughing at him. He's like, ah, I don't know. I thought this was weird that they didn't go full Monty here. Right? Like, just shoot him waist up. Yes. Like, when he was covering his chest, I was like, oh, dude, that's not the first thing you cover when you're new. Yeah. And then he cut and he's like, got these crisp white boxers on. And you're just like, oh, okay. So you're like not out of shape or unfit either. Like, yeah, you're just shirtless. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, like, I, I don't know. It just didn't seem like sure. It, I mean, it'd be, see, it'd be embarrassing, but I don't think everyone would. In this school, the weird stuff that happened, that'd be normal. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be fine. But like there were, last episode, there was a guy with a puppet on his desk. Like, taking a test with a puppet, a ventriloquist dummy on his hand. Yeah, like I wouldn't be if I wouldn't be shocked if anyone showed up in their underwear. In this. They'd be like, Xander, please put on some clothes and get before you come to class." He'd be like, "What? I thought Ex- I had clothes on." Yeah. <laughs> so he's freaking out about that. Uh, they run over to the library and Buffy is like talking to uh to Giles and this was a good nightmare for Giles. Oh, I thought this it was is perfect. when I was like this. Yeah. This was so a nightmare a... for I was just thinking like if that happened to me just in general. Yeah. Like <laughs> So he's Giles has like a bunch of newspapers splayed out all over a desk, and Buffy's like, So did you figure anything out, Giles? And he's like, um uh not exactly. Indubably uh, up. It seems as if I'm having a bit of a difficulty uh, reading. And she's like, what? You can read like three languages. She's like, uh, actually five. Uh, <laughs> I love that he throws that in too. Yeah. He's like, but right now, I can't read anything. Uh, I'm looking at these words and they make absolutely no sense. And then Buffy picks up the first thing that she sees it's a article about Billy, who is wearing number 19 in his little league uniform and how he got attacked and how he's in a coma. 
And then Jaws is like, mm, yes, uh, yes, that uh, does seem like that's the Billy that we're talking about. And it is strange. And she's like, oh, lucky 19. Well, here's the thing that troubled me with this. Buffy's been seeing a mystical little kid around. This is the first time she decides to share that information. Yeah. That kid was too young to be in their high school. Mm-hmm. So obviously there's something wrong. She keeps yeah. seeing him. She's like, oh, I never thought it was a, neat, a big deal. So I didn't mention it. It just seemed that he would show up and weird stuff would happen. I'm like, you're the slayer. <laughs> like, when the anointed one shows up, she, he's got you. She's going to see a little kid and she's going to just melt. He's going to yeah. stab her in the throat. I wish the people that listen to this podcast could have seen your face when you went, you're the slayer. <laughs> I mean, that's that's vital information. Yeah. That's vital information that you're withholding. Yeah. I mean, she's seen him twice. She yeah. saw him with the spiders and she saw him with the test that she didn't realize she was having. Yeah. And then like the huge leap forward in time. Yeah. So like there's definitely something going on with this little kid. And she also went to a hospital and saw a little kid in a coma. And she didn't yeah. think, oh, that looks like the shape of the kid I keep seeing. Yeah. Nope, she just uh, figures it out that it's Billy because he's lucky 19, whatever. And then this is when first sighting of Buffy's dad. Well, before that, uh, Giles talks about astral projection and all that stuff. And then Buffy calls him asteroid boy or (laughs) something. And she's like, I'm not knowledge girl. Uh, Yeah. He wants her to start doing something. I forget. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So then her dad shows up and he's like, hey, Buffy. And then she introduces him to Giles. And he's like, can I talk to you privately? And she's like, yeah, sure, dad, whatever. And he's like, pulls her outside. And then I was like, I don't like where this is going at all. I thought it was going to be way worse. But they go outside and they sit on a bench. And he's like, Buffy, I feel like it's time that you finally know the truth about why you and your mom, uh, why your mom and I got divorced. And she's like, oh, okay. I thought it was just that you guys grew apart. And he was like, no, it was you raising you and being around you. And like, you're such a bad kid and all this trouble you always get into. It's embarrassing. And like, yeah, I don't know why uh, I even come and visit you anymore. I get nothing out of this. So I'm not going to do that anymore. And uh, yeah, and they like slaps her leg. And he's like, good talk, champ. And he just walks off. And I, then you see the creepy little kid. I was dying laughing this whole scene because <laughs> I knew it was like a nightmare. But mm-hmm. just watching him just rip her apart. He's yeah. like, yeah, you're not as smart as I'd like you to be. And didn't expect you to turn out like this. But he was <laughs> like, I get roasted. But I get dude. I get nothing out of these visits. And <laughs> to serve Michelle Geller's credit, she is acting this up. Like she is cru- like oh, got yeah. tears in her eyes. She is hurt. And it's Perfect. But I just know it's not real. So it's just mm-hmm. so funny to me. Just, yeah. He's just like, yeah, like no one would ever say that to their daughter. He's <laughs> like, just like, nah, I just, you're not, uh, yeah, I get nothing. I get nothing. Yeah. Yeah. And he's delivering it so like, oh, sweetie, don't you understand? Like, it's you. Yeah. You're, ter- you're a bad kid. You didn't turn out how I wanted you to. It was a mistake to have you. <laughs> You're kind of dumb. <laughs> have, you, have you spent time with yourself? <laughs> yeah. I just loved when he was like, You're not that bright. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Jeez. 
<laughs> um, and this is all stemmed from the beginning where I guess when she was talking to Willow and stuff and the mom was reassuring her that it wasn't her that the like this was all set up in the beginning. And it's yeah, a classic and it's a, di- children of divorce feeling that they're the ones at fault. Yeah. yeah and he, she even mentioned something about like how, you know, he is supposed to visit her every weekend, but he doesn't and mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. And so, I, and my thought is, Buffy, don't let your dad come to the hell mouth. Right? <laughs> like, be like, hey, I will uh, take a bus to LA or whatever. Like, yeah, it's safer there. I mean, I'm sure there's tons of vampires in LA, but it's not on the hell mouth, apparently. Yeah. Yeah, lucky LA. Yeah. Well, Sunnydale is only like a half hour outside of LA. If it's a half hour outside of LA, it's like an hour and a half to get there. <laughs> All right. Fair. Very fair. Uh, so then we go back to Xander and Willow go to the library. And Xander's now wearing like gym clothes. And Giles is like, where are your clothes? And he's like, I'd like to know. <laughs> and they talk about like, oh, yeah, this is all about everybody's nightmares coming true. Yeah, Willow and puts I wanna... it together really quick. Yeah. And then we cut to Cordelia's hair being super frizzy. Yeah. <laughs> But I love that that's her nightmare. Just yep. like, oh my god, my hair. She like tries to comb it and the <laughs> comb breaks. Yeah, and then her hair's like coming out. It's like it's like her hair's too tangled and too brittle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's it's hilarious. Yeah. Uh then Buffy sees the uh coma kid go into the uh like gymnasium and she talks to him and she's like, Hey, you're Billy, right? And he's like, I'm Billy? I am Billy. She's like, you're lucky 19, right? He's like, 19? Yes, I am lucky 19. I play Little League. And then she's like, what's going on here, dude? And he's like, there's an ugly man chasing me. And she's like, who's the ugly man? Where is he? And he's like, he's right behind you. Yeah. Ugly guy hits uh, Buffy with the club. He's beating the shit out of her. Uh, yeah. And then it like, <laughs> we get into this poorly staged action scene <laughs> um mm-hmm. uh but before that i wanted to talk about giles just says that they're able to this kid in the coma is able to do all this stuff and it's possible because stuff like this happens when you live on a hell mouth yeah i was like wait what that's all the explanation <laughs> you need vance that's like the the plot like Oh, what's the, I'm uh, not going to say kryptonite. Contri- contrivance. Convenience. Yeah, it's yes, exactly. Like anything can happen on this hell mouth. Well, it, this is the weird thing. If this can happen, like everyone's having their nightmares and a spoiler, it gets reversed at the end. I don't know what mm-hmm. people remember from this, right? Yeah. Um, then that could have been the reason why people don't remember the stuff in the club. You know, is that like, like now, like. Now that we know that these things can happen, like the world is completely different. Like reality yeah. was about to fall apart. Yeah. Here. Yeah, I don't understand really what's going on. Like, this isn't just like mouth. a monster trying to eat someone. Like I would have loved to have seen some vampire nightmares. Oh. I want to see the like, nightmares that the monsters have. Yeah, like the master yeah. is just like being dipped in into a bath of holy water or something <laughs> like what is angel do- doing right now is he like reliving like all of the people he slayed coming back to kill him or something 
Yeah. yeah. That would have been fun to see. Yeah. I mean, it's, you only don't. got so much time, but yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, the ugly guy is beating the shit out of Buffy. Uh, Cordelia is being dragged into chess club, which is another great. Laughed out loud for that one. That was it. <laughs> that was the moment I was like, this is great. Her being yeah, like, she... dragged in and the slow reveal that it's chess club. Was <laughs> yeah, she's, she's screaming, I swear I'm not in chess club. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she's dressed like a 1950s, like... Uh, Going to a sock hop. Yep, type. Yeah, she's got uh, the Back to the poodle. Future mom's outfit on. Basically. Yeah, like a poodle skirt. Yeah. Um, I wanted to say I did stumble across a Cordelia spoiler. Oh, no. It was It's one that's kind of inevitable if you just go to her IMDb. Okay. And I'm going to say it. Okay. She's in Angel, the show. Oh, Interesting. I don't know at what form, but she is in Angel the Shell as Cordelia. That that that's crazy. <laughs> like I don't know if she turns into a vampire at some point. I don't know if she just eventually teams up with Buffy and the gang. I don't dude, know. Wouldn't it? Dude, I don't know. Wouldn't it be hilarious to have her dumb, like kind of preppy valley girl ass, like Angel's sidekick? Because he's so like brooding and like dark, and she's just like, "Angel, shut up! Your hair is awful." Yeah, I, I like. I just looked up. Like I was, I was looking up something. I was like looking up Angel to see like, oh, how many, like how many episodes was Angel, and how many? Because David Boreanaz, like Angel, David like Angel Boreanaz, was on for a while. David Boreanaz went from this show to Angel to Bones, right? Yeah, like all like right next to each other, and they're all like almost two hundred episodes of pop. Like, there's like 200 episodes of Angel. Like they're like a hundred something. Yeah, there's like it's about a, as long as this. Oh my god! Yeah, like he has just been on TV. And then I just saw her, Charisma Carpenter and Cordelia. I was like, wait, she's an angel. Like it's one of her top credits. Amazing. So yeah, she does not die. Well, all right. I would love to have David Boreanaz's career, like, cause he's paid. Like, he's a wealthy, wealthy man, but I think that he can go out. Like, he's in that Navy SEALs show now, I think. Yeah. Uh, no, I mean, it's a, I mean, it's a long, long TV career. Yeah. And like, I don't think same, anyone... He's got, like, a Frasier career where he played the same character for, like, that is eight true. years. I don't think anyone would, like, accost him outside, though. You know what I mean? Like, he's famous, but not famous enough to where he can't go to the grocery yes. store. Yeah. Yeah, I think he can kind of get away a little low key where people be like, "Oh, I know him," but yeah. he might not, or be yeah. like, "Is that? Yeah, is that? Uh, eh, whatever." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, well is, we got way off. Is that uh, Bones? <laughs> <laughs> I forgot he was in Bones. That show was on for a long yeah, time. Too. I never watched it, but yeah. Um. Uh, so yeah, Buffy is getting her yeah chess club. Oh, so then. The Giles and Xander and Willow all are like, well, everybody's nightmares are coming true. We should all separate. <laughs> yeah. And it seemed like this was Willow's nightmare because this is classic horror movie trope of, all right, we should all split up. And she, yeah. And it zooms in on her. And she's like, but that seems even more dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. So then she goes into a basement alone, the same basement where uh, the girl was smoking and got beat up by the ugly guy. Yeah. And she gets 
grabbed by a random hand off screen. So you don't know what's going on with her. Mm -hmm. Now, this is the thing that I felt like didn't get paid off at all. Xander is walking through like this weird nightmare hallway. Mm -hmm. And earlier in the episode, he said something about when they were talking about Wendell's spiders crawling all over his face. He's like, it's not like it was like Nazis or anything. Yeah. So Xander's in this creepy hallway and there's like swastika spray painted all over the hallway. And that is it for the Nazi stuff. Yes, you're right. I was expecting more Nazi, like Hitler to come attack him. And also, is is he Jewish? Like, I know that uh, Willow, her last name is like Rosenbaum or something, which is like a kind of a Jewish last name. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't think he was Jewish. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, don't, I have no idea what the, yeah his last name is harris xander harris so i wouldn't expect him to be jewish he might i mean he could have i mean i don't know um well yeah but, isn't judaism through the mom's side so if mom <laughs> took his father's last I, I don't know i'm not i'm definitely i just thought they went hard when they decided to go with the swastikas in yeah. the background i was like oh okay this is gonna get real dark yeah, so I was when I saw the swastikas, I was like, "Oh man, this is about to be like some kind of Holocaust, like Nazi concentration camp thing." Yeah, and it's like he keeps finding candy bars. Yeah, he like looks down to the ground and he sees like, and I did think this was a nice touch. Ooh, a piece of candy. It's like from Family Guy. Oh, piece of candy. I did think this was a nice touch. I don't know if they did this because of uh, copyrights or something, but I know in the Hershey's bar that he finds. Like, some of the letters are missing, but I also think it's because you can't read when you're dreaming. Like, when you're trying to read in a no, dream. No, like, because that, that's not, that doesn't track, because the last candy bar he finds, he completely reads it 100%. Oh, you know what? You're right. Yeah. They, they so weren't, definitely they weren't thinking, copyright thing. They weren't thinking that, that level. So he eats, like, a Baby Ruth, he uh -huh. eats a chocolate uh, Hershey bar, and he's just walking around in this Nazi hallway like, oh, I love candy. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, they have all my like, favorites. Okay. So I had no idea where his nightmare was going. Because I was like, is was... he going to get trapped in a con uh, uh, internment camp? Are they yeah, gonna, I... is, is he going to, like, get, like, a bunch of candy, and the gate's going to swing down? There's going to be a bunch of overacting Nazis with German accents? Oh, yeah. we finally got you. <laughs> like, I well, I also was like, is he going to get like super fat because he's eating all this chocolate? Or is the chocolate going to be like poop or something? Like, like, I had no idea what was going on. In his it would nightmare. be fine if they didn't introduce the Swatzlikas. Yeah. Because that makes you go, okay, what? But then, the, yes. yeah, you're right. The payoff is a completely different payoff, which if you get rid of the Swatzlikas, then you can have this payoff and it's fine. Or you keep the Swatzlikas and you do a different payoff. Yes. So then uh, we go back to uh, Buffy with Billy and they see him playing baseball in like a dream. And he gives his backstory about like, you know, I my last little league game, my my coach, he blamed me for us losing. And because uh, I dropped a fly ball and it was my fault that my team lost. And then Buffy's like, it's not your fault. Like, there's a bunch of other people on the team. Like, that could, there's eight other kids on the team. It's not solely your fault. And he's like, you know what? You're right. And then they turn and they see the ugly guy chasing them. And they jump into a bush. I, and then they, on the other side, they're in a graveyard. I have a little pushback on the... 
the their eight other players or whatever. <laughs> Obviously, Buffy doesn't play sports. <laughs> yeah, I mean, in baseball, is one of those things where everyone's like so separated. Like, and if the fly ball comes up and you miss the fly ball, it's not like someone else could have had it. Yeah, if I mean, like, I guess. In I, I, get her po- like, I get her point. Like, you lose games as a team, you win as a team. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, I guess in the sense of, like, the eight other kids, you know, they could have scored more, so it yeah. wouldn't have been such a big deal. Yeah. But, I mean, him dropping that fly ball is his fault. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you dropped the fly ball, you lost the game. You lost the game. That It's fine. It happens. Like, yeah. It's... Especially in Little League. Like, you're this kid is, like, I think he's, like, 10 or 12 or yeah. something. Yeah. That shit happens. Yeah, and it wasn't like for the championship. It's literally just yeah. one of 50 games they're going to play. Yeah. So uh, he's feeling guilty about that. Then they jump through a bush, and now they're in a graveyard. Uh, then we go back to Willow, and her nightmare is that she has to sing opera in front of a bunch of people. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't know the words, and she's a bad singer. And the guy that she's singing opera with is pissed at her because she yeah. doesn't know her lines or whatever. Uh, <laughs> it's just so stupid. Yeah. <laughs> and then we go back to Xander's nightmare. And he's just like eating all this chocolate. He sees a chocolate hurricane. Is this the school? Why is there? Why is it under construction? I think it is the school. Well, I think it is the school. And I don't know why it's why under construction. Like- it's got all this plastic sheeting. Uh, I think just to add to the creepiness. Yeah. Where's all the other? To, like, are all the other students transported somewhere else? I don't like, know. Like, reality is flipped, man. Yeah, I don't know if this is like everybody's living in their own head reality at this point. No, because other people can see it. That is true. Yeah, dude. The, the, <laughs> this is, you know what, Vance? I think this show's a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> They just, they went on. I thought when this episode started and it was like the master, I was like, oh yeah, we haven't been dealing with the vampires in a while. <laughs> like, I was like, oh, uh-huh. this will be cool. And then it's like, nope, we're dealing with little kid that is a dream master for some reason. No. Yeah. So Xander's, he picks up his chocolate hurricane. He's like, oh, this is my favorite. I haven't had this chocolate bar since. <gasps> My sixth grade birthday party. And then you start to hear a guy in the background like. (laughs) And it's a clown. And then the clown has a knife and he stabs through the construction sheet. And he starts chasing Xander. Of course, it's a clown. Not a Nazi clown. (laughs) Yeah. Like, make it a Nazi clown. (laughs) Like, double down on it. Like, because they didn't set. Everybody else had their stuff set up. Mm -hmm. Buffy's fear of, like, her dad not leaving her mom because it's her uh willow's like i don't want to sing in in public Mm -hmm. giles is like i love books yeah (laughs) and he was like oh at least it's not nazis he didn't mention clowns or anything like that no it's i think that they were like you know what maybe nazis would be a little too intense i feel like they they had already painted on the wall that someone from the like one of the higher ups was like whoa 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 whoa, what are we doing here (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> right. It's too late to paint over that wall, I yeah, guess. He's but, gonna but... be he's gonna be chased by Adolf Hitler, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what they wanted. They're like, all right, we'll turn him into a clown. Uh, okay, well good. this is gonna be crazy and reshoots, but you know, <laughs> <Yeah. okay. laughs> 
<laughs> so yeah, then a killer clown is chasing him. Uh, then Buffy and the coma kid are in a graveyard, and the master shows up, and he's like, and but well, Buffy's like, "You're not real. This is just a nightmare." And he's like, "Guess what? Nightmares are real now because of that kid. I'm your nightmare. I'm gonna kill you. I'm gonna bury you alive." Throws her into a an open grave, into a casket that closes immediately as she <laughs> as she slams into it. It's like a spring loaded hinge. She's like, yeah. she's like, ah, and it goes. <laughs> and then he's like, yeah, wouldn't it be a nightmare to be buried alive? <laughs> yeah. And buried alive, that's, yeah, that's a fear I get. Yes, um, that's crazy. But she should not be afraid of the master. And I'm going to go back to what might be the first or second episode of the series. When she went down, it was the second episode, and she just went down into the Hellmouth planning mm-hmm. to kill him with... Mm-hmm. Almost nothing. She had her bare hands. When they yeah. go to rescue that Jesse kid, she doesn't even have a weapon on her. She's just like, I'm going for it. Now, all of a sudden, she's afraid of this master. Like, Buffy's yeah. very cocky and confident in herself, usually. Yeah. I, I, I don't feel like this would be her biggest nightmare. There's I mean, being buried alive, but not like her. Her being like, oh, no, I'm, I'm in the... I found the master, and I'm about to kill him. And then... I just dropped my stake. Like, yeah. it would be maybe the fear of not being able to finish the job or failing at the job, but not a fear of him itself, you know? Yeah, there's a lot of inconsistency here. And I point no further than uh, Xander's nightmare <laughs> Nazi thing. Yeah. Um, but speaking of Xander, after Buffy gets uh, buried alive, Giles, Willow, and Xander all find each other. How? And uh, who knows? Makes no sense. And then all of a sudden, Xander is being chased by the clown with Willow. And he's like, you know what? Enough of this. Turns around. He's like, hey, you're a bad clown. Your balloon animals sucked. You, Everybody can do a giraffe. And he just like punches the clown and knocks him out. I was <laughs> like, that's that's it? I just I just love seeing people get punched. And <laughs> like with those like one super one punch man like hits that just knocks someone out. Like yeah, like I still laugh at Buffy hitting that security guard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just like yeah, like he just that clown does like five rolls on the ground after he hits. <laughs> and I thought it was going to be like a pivotal. Oh, you have to face your nightmare and you can beat it. Not That's every what I thought. not every nightmare is punchable. Giles can't like punch the book till he can read it. (laughs) (laughs) How amazing would that have been if it was that (laughs) Willow punches every audience member and the opera guy. I can sing now. (laughs) Oh my God. That would have been so funny. But yeah, I thought it was going to be like some kind of face your fear lesson, but I feel like that doesn't happen. No, not at all. Uh, (laughs) So they go outside of the high school and Giles is like, reality is bending with nightmares. This is so crazy. And then Willow's like, since when did we have a cemetery across the street? And then Giles is like, oh, I don't think that it is. And then so they're like, well, let's walk into it anyway. Yeah, it's like this weird effect of like. Oh, it's so bad, dude. <laughs> it's like this hazy darkness because it's like night there too. It looks yeah. terrible. And I think they do. I think they are near a cemetery. I feel like they're always in a cemetery. Like that cemetery 
I guess that cemetery is between the bronze and the school. I have no idea. Uh, Yeah, I'm not quite sure either. But I do know that uh, that special effect was pretty rough. Somebody send us a map of Sunnydale. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But so they go into the cemetery nighttime thing and they're like, well, whose nightmare is this? And Giles goes, it's mine. And then I go up to a tombstone and it's Buffy's tombstone. And he's like, I failed you. I was supposed to protect you. I should have trained you better. But you were just so gifted. I felt like, I, you know, you didn't need to. Giles um, is a jerk here. He's, yeah. he's literally hijacking her fear. <laughs> She's buried alive, but he made it all about him. Yeah. He didn't even realize that it was her nightmare. <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh, this is my nightmare. <laughs> Guys, no. let me handle this. This is all about me. Yeah. I'm like, no. So as he's giving this uh, soliloquy to Buffy's tombstone, Buffy's hand pops up from the grave and grabs him. And he's like, oh, she comes up. She rises from the grave only to reveal that she is now a vampire. And then Giles is like, oh, shit, this is your nightmare. <laughs> I didn't realize you had ever dreamed about being a vampire. And she's like, yeah, I mean, obviously, this be a this be a rough look for the Slayer to become a vampire. Yeah. And I don't know how to change my face back like the other ones do. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, don't look at me. Yeah. <laughs> um, so then... They're like, well, we need to find Billy and wake him up, and then that'll reverse all this stuff, hopefully. And then so <laughs> Buffy's like, and we better hurry because I'm getting hungry. And Xander's like, this is a joke, right? This is a joke. <laughs> so then she and Xander walk ahead, and then Willow is with <laughs> This is my favorite thing. This is what okay. made me laugh Got out loud. You, yeah. Willow's like, are we sure that waking Billy up is going to reverse all this? Like, how do we know for sure? Did you read anything about that? Like, how do we know that's going to happen? And then Giles just turns to her and he goes, Willow, do shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Like, like he's reached the end of his rope. Yeah, he's just like, Willow, zip it, dude. Like, I can't do this with, with you right now. It's, I need some kind of hope that, like, if this uh, this is the answer, yeah. <laughs> that was great. I did, yeah. I did love his like very British. Yeah. Do shut up. Do shut up. <laughs> <laughs> so they go to visit the uh, coma kid at the hospital, uh, and then uh, they're like screaming at him. They're <laughs> like, "Billy, Billy, wait!" <laughs> And then so, <laughs> and the doctors like the doctor. The, the hospital was a mess. It's like the Walking Dead hospital, you know. Like, yeah, the 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 doctor's hands are all yeah. fucked up, and yeah. like he can't open them. And he's just like, oh. <laughs> they go into Billy's room. They're like, Billy, wake up! And then Astral Billy is like, that ain't gonna work. The only thing, <laughs> yeah, I the love only the, thing. I love that you said that. Like, it's not gonna yeah. work. They tried. Yeah. The doctors tried that. That was the first thing they tried. <laughs> Right, yelling at a coma patient. (laughs) (laughs) So they're like, "So what will work?" And then Buffy's like, "I know what'll work." And then the ugly man shows up, and she's like, "Hey, ugly guy, I'm gonna beat you up." So then vampire Buffy starts beating up the ugly guy. That sound effect that she was making, her vampire sound effect was super weird. It was like a growl, a growling. 
high-pitched digital sound. Like, yeah. no other vampires made that sound before. Well, no what other vampire was a slayer before. Mm-hmm. She needs to become a slayer. Gave her superpowers. Yeah. So then she beats this uh, ugly guy up to the point of him being subdued. And she brings him into the hospital room with Billy. And they're like, is this everything? Is everything going back to normal yet? And then there's some kind of She cutaway. broke his, like, little club hand thing. Like, he oh, had that, right, right, right. He right. had this, like, extra long hand that had this, like, weird i guess it was supposed to be hard but it was like a plastic flipper that would flop around it was, it was like a baseball bat which would make sense because it's like the little league thing okay instead of, so you just didn't have a regular baseball bat like no okay had a club hand okay yeah <laughs> sure i forgot to mention this and i don't know if this happens right now or as they're going to the hospital but there is a cutaway to a scene outside it's like a wide shot of the city and then there are these horrendous yes. cgi like bumblebees or yeah, like, like flies like or something wasp or murder hornets or whatever like it's unnecessary it's when willow looks out the window of the hospital while they're fighting yeah, while yeah she's yeah, fighting yeah, yeah. and she's like we gotta hurry it's getting worse i'm like that's <laughs> the whose nightmare is this right why? I think it, I, it might be hers, I guess. But, like, why would that be, like, oh, no. I mean, like, you need to have something, like, oh, the world's folding in on itself or see, like, some, like, something like that. Not, like, oh, no, the insects have come, as yeah. been predicted. Like, that means nothing. Like, yeah. that, there's a killer clown. There's this guy fighting in the hallway. Buffy's a vampire. If Buffy's a vampire, you guys are all screwed. Like, yeah, it's over. Yeah, so... I don't know what this is. <laughs> These bees outside mean. Yeah, and they were just so bad looking. Yeah, it's just an like unnecessary it, shot. Yeah, it wasn't even that it was like CGI and it was bad CGI. It definitely was that, mm-hmm. but they were also like pixelated. Like it was oh, pixelated. It was oh, so bad. bad, dude. But and so um, unnecessary. <laughs> like yeah. So then we uh, yeah. So Buffy drags the ugly guy in, and she's like. You know what needs to happen in order to uh, make this all go away. And then Billy in his astral form goes over to the ugly guy and then just like rips his face off. Scooby-Doo, man. <laughs> you got to rip the mask off the monster and make it a person. So he rips his face off and then they're all back in the regular world. Everything is reversed. And we're like, oh, OK, cool. That's the end of that. And then his little league coach comes in. and He's like, oh, How's Billy doing? I've been visiting him every day since the attack and I uh, was worried about my lucky 19. And then you kind of get like, oh, this is the guy. And then Billy wakes up and he's like, losing that game wasn't my fault. There's eight other kids on the team. And then the little league guy's like, oh no i've been found out and tries to like run away and xander catches him and it's obvious that like he was the guy that beat him up after the after the game uh they also do a wizard of oz reference when he wakes up and he's like and you were there and you were there yeah i was like why did he do that (laughs) he's like i dreamt about all of you who are all of you you were there and you were there and then him and buffy have a nice like smile and wink at each other and he like 
leans over after they like catch the guy. Yeah. I, I thought they kind of pulled. They didn't go as hard as they could with him calling him his lucky nineteen. Seemed like it was very molestery. Yeah, that's what I thought. And I and they were like, mm, we want to tease Nazis and we want to tease sexual abuse, but we don't want to <laughs> go there. Like you know what I mean? Like <laughs> we'll just like, give this guy a club hand. Yeah. Fine. Oh no, this guy was like, hey, you're my lucky nineteen, and you lost one random game, and I beat the shit out of you. Like what? <laughs> like. Maybe that's why we got the story by Joss Whedon and the teleplay by David Greenwald. Because the story was like Nazis and molestation. And then David Greenwald was like, oh, we got to we gotta PGify this. He's like, oh, if you're going to do that, I only want story. I don't know. Because yeah. Uh, yeah. normally, yeah, normally for TV shows, you, you don't get us. It's rare that you get like a story and a, and a write, written credit. Because normally it's like you just assign a script to a writer. The writer writes mm-hmm. it, but then it goes to the room and everyone pitches on new stuff, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I'm not quite sure. But, uh, yeah, uh, usually on these, like, things, it'll just say, like, directed by, written by. Yeah, yeah. But this one, it's, like, under the written by, it says story by Joss Whedon, teleplay by David Greenwald. So there must have mm-hmm. been something. Maybe the original story was quite different. Uh, um, I mean, no, I mean, if it's, if it's too different, then I don't know if he would still, I don't know. Whatever. Uh, yeah. I just thought very abrupt. Where where's this kid's parents? <laughs> like who knows? Like like it's one thing for these high schoolers, and like fine, their parents aren't around a bunch, but like this kid's super young. Yeah, like to the point where yeah. he's in the coma and his parents aren't even there, and the coach and the keeps only, checking on him. I was gonna say, and the only person checking on him is his little league coach. Yeah, like very bizarre. But yeah, that kind of wrapped up that thing and wrapped it up nicely. Uh, they guess. caught the guy. Buffy's like, Xander, that was kind of heroic what you did there. And he's like, oh, me? Um, and then Buffy's dad shows up to pick her up from school and she's all happy and he's such a sweetheart. He's like, oh, Buffy, I'm so happy to see you. I'm so excited to have the weekend with you. And so Willow turns to Xander and she's like, so when Buffy was a vampire... Did you still think she was a babe? And he was like, I mean, I mean, I mean, yeah. (laughs) And she's just like, God, even if she's a vampire, I can't get with you. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, that's that's the episode. Yeah, it was a really normally they have a better little tag ending. This Mm -hmm. one was okay, I guess. It was fine. I wish this I, wasn't my favorite episode. I, yeah, I wish I could have right. seen Willow more hurt by that, but she was more like, oh, what are we going to do with you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Willow just keeps getting stepped on, dude. Yeah. Um, here's a question. All right. The world's about to fold in on itself due to this kid uh, with the dream or whatever. Do you think they should have killed the kid at some point? They definitely killed the kid. Definitely kill the kid. Like they don't like even real life. They don't. This is they don't toy with that option. But that seems like something Xander would have brought up. Xander or Giles, because um, Giles yeah, seems like he's one of those uh, for the cause. Matter of fact, like some people yeah. have to die for us to fulfill our mission. I could see Giles doing it like. Well, unfortunately, you know we have to, you know, take his life. Yeah. 
And then Buffy will be like, there's got to be another way. And then Willow will be like, but we don't we don't know if, if we kill him, it will stop the whole thing or not. And then yeah. he's like, do shut up. <laughs> do I'm, do sh- I, shut your trap. I've made the plan. We're killing a kid. It's <laughs> like, I don't know if killing him would have solved it. I don't really. But it's like I feel like. I feel like killing him would have made it worse. You know, I feel like it would have. I think that the the whole thing was like we needed to find out who the killer or the who attacked him was. And if but, we kill him. But then if you kill him, he might not be in your nightmares, but he might just be a ghost. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean, I would have killed the kid. <laughs> I know you would have. I got no qualms about killing him. <laughs> you wouldn't him. even have asked any questions. You would have just been uh, stabbing them like, wait, was this the one? No, that would have been my first question. Like, oh, so we killed the kid, right? It's like, so how do you wake somebody up from a coma? Just like electric shock them. They just started times. yelling. Like, if there's a way, I think the doctors would have done it. Right. <laughs> and this kid has no bruises on him either. He's been beaten no. in a coma. He comes out looking fresh. Yeah, it's only been like a week or two, I think they said. Has it been that had... long? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I thought it was a few days. No. I don't think it was a week. Was it? No. Yeah, well. I, yeah, I don't know. We does uh, how far back do you think it goes? Do you think it goes back to the point where uh where uh that girl who was beaten up, it was before that? Because they don't go to a different place. They're still in the hospital. I I also want to say this. After all of this, Buffy, Xander, and Willow go back to school. And it's not a different day. Oh, you're right. They're wearing they're wearing the same clothes and they're leaving school now. Yeah. And Buffy's dad is picking her up. Yeah. After all of this turmoil with everyone, they still finish the school day. Wow. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> like that last scene of them walking out of the school in the same clothes. Like unbelievable. Yeah. Cause they, it wasn't like they walked from, the hospital and then they just went back to school and then the dad picked them up and they were like just happened to be in front of the school they were leaving like a class yeah man they're they're dedicated (laughs) for as bad a student as they are they're very dedicated (laughs) students (laughs) like that was what got me when i saw them coming out in the same clothes i was like no way yeah Oh, yeah. I forgot that dad was coming that day to pick her up. It's yeah, all of this took place in one day. And Buffy says to have a killer weekend. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, Buffy, I'm going with you. Like, if like, there's going to be some more weird stuff coming down. Unbelievable, dude. Yeah. All right. Any uh, final thoughts on Nightmares, Vance? Uh, no, I just loved Cordelia being dragged into the chess club. Um, I loved... The dad just ripping in the Buffy. Because <laughs> yeah. also, this is our first time meeting this guy. Yeah. We don't know anything about him. And that's what we see. And it was, and he was just the most bla- like blase, plain, yeah. milk toast guy, just, just yeah. roasting her. She's crying. Yeah. I was like, no, you, you're not bright. You're not special. <laughs> Man. And yeah, the, like, the really good acting from uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar. She had to do a little range. She had to interact with a kid. She had to be sympathetic to the girl who was too freaked out to mention the creepy, the ugly guy. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, she had to, she had to, you know, she had to do some stuff in this one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the fight choreography, though, in some rough. of the scenes. Rough, rough, rough. That 
that first fight that she had with the ugly guy, which she's jump kicking and getting thrown on the bench. Yeah, uh, and the, I mean, even the ugly guy when he attacks Lara, like that looked <laughs> that looks so stupid. <laughs> like some like like the the bees. Like again, this wasn't my favorite episode. Yeah. It had some interesting concepts, yeah. a lot of inconsistencies. Like, why did Lara see the ugly guy? Why wasn't there Nazis? <laughs> yeah. yeah why with those bees the pixely bees but it was it was pretty good i mean it was standard yeah i mean I, I what i was saying before we got on is that they are pushing the boundaries of like what you can do in the show like <laughs> i mean we've had a ventriloquist dummy come to life uh mm-hmm. we've had a lot of weird stuff and you a know, robot the, ro- a oh my God, the robot was so great we had uh, Xander turning into What's a What's the plant hyena? lady? What do you mean? The plant lady, you said? Yeah, the plant lady. Who's the plant the, lady? The, the teacher that turned into a praying mantis. Oh, oh sorry. She's a praying <laughs> okay. mantis. Okay, yeah. Sorry. I, th- I I remember her being green and like stretchy arms. Like like a plant. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I thought it was like vines. You know what? Vance. <laughs> You said it earlier. I'm happy we cleared that up. Yeah, I did say it earlier. And and I saw you looking at me like, what are you talking about? And I was like, you know, this is the plant lady. (laughs) I'm like, what did I miss? (laughs) All right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, You can follow us on Instagram, Boys Watching Buffy. Uh, If you want to email us, Boys Watching Buffy at Gmail, right? Yeah. I will never remember this. (laughs) It's literally the title of the show. Yeah, it's, not even that it's just the last one had podcasts at the end of all of them, so I'm just yeah. like a little confused. I got used to saying boys watching. Yeah, you can't even boys tell if it's a plan or a, a praying man. Yeah, so. I'm I'm, wa- I'm wasted yeah. when we do these. Yeah. <laughs> Stay tuned for our next episode, which is titled "Out of Mind, Out of Sight." Got any thoughts on what that could be? Out of mind, out of sight. I mean, after this episode, this could be anything. <laughs> Um, I think that this is there's a blind person. I'm going to guess there's a blind person. Uh, I'm going to say someone disappears and no one remembers them. Oh. Except for one person. That's what I'm going to go with. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. That's a pretty good guess. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll figure it out next time. Thank you, guys. See you when we are talking about Out of Mind, Out of Sight. Later. They're not insects. They're arachnids. They're from the Middle East? <laughs>